everyone. Welcome to Eyes to See podcast. My name is Brittany, and I am so glad that you're here. We are so lucky. We have a special guest today, and I'm so honored that Stephanie Boyd is here with me now. I just wanted to introduce a little bit about Stephanie, and then we're just going to dive in. Stephanie lives in Lehigh, Utah, with her six children, and she loves to sing, act, and write songs and cook. Stephanie wrote and sang the current theme song for the talk show Studio 5, and she has also worked on dozens of projects with well-known artists, including Jenny Phillips, Tyler Castleton, and Michael McLean. And you can go and visit her on her website, stephanieboydmusic.com. So Stephanie, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Well, let's just jump in. I have a bunch that I want to talk to you about. You have an album. It's been out for a little while now. Mm -hmm. Um, So what has inspired you with your album, Touching Sky? And what was the process of putting that powerful soundtrack together? So I grew up singing everywhere. When I was little, I was convinced I must be Ariel from The Little Mermaid because I have red hair and I like to sing. (laughs) <laughs> and so I took voice lessons and I came out to Utah and I, I met Jenny Phillips and I met a bunch of other artists. I kept auditioning to be part of different projects and soundtracks. And I just wasn't getting as much uh, activity, I guess, as I wanted. And also mm-hmm. I felt like there was kind of a lack of uplifting and upbeat spiritual songs there are so many beautiful reverent songs, but I was just kind of missing the more upbeat pop style songs. And it was always kind of in the back of my mind, you know, just thinking about where is this other kind of music? Why can't someone write a song and, and then I'll go audition for it. Yeah. And then one day I thought, well, why don't I write those songs? <laughs> and my issue was I'm good at playing the piano. I love messing around and making new melodies and that kind of stuff, but I'm just not that great of a writer. And so the lyrics were what always kind of held me up. I remember I tried to write a song and it took me like six months and I just couldn't get the words to flow. And my oldest daughter was in kindergarten and she made a new best friend. And I started talking to her mom and I found out that in her spare time, she likes to write novels. So her name was Tanya. And we became friends and I just had kind of a flash thought in my mind, ask her to co-write with you. And I thought, hmm, okay, let's try this. And so we started getting together every Thursday morning. And in fact, we even wrote a song called Thursday Mornings, (laughs) just about the chance to kind of get together and do something creative. We just wrote and wrote and wrote, and we kind of got into a great groove. We wrote some songs super fast. We wrote some songs that were a lot harder to come together. And so eventually after a year of writing, we had a a couple dozen songs. And so we went through and picked our favorite ones. At this point, we just had words with piano chords. And so the next part is to find a producer who can take those really simple songs and flesh them out and add all these different layers of music and really make it the style of song that you want it to be. And so that was the next scary step because I had never done anything like this before. And it was 
it's kind of like building a house. Like, yeah. what do you want in it? What do you want it to look like? You know, what if you don't it's know? Overwhelming. <laughs> you don't know where to start. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know where to start. I didn't even know what to ask for. You know, I could pick out songs that I liked on the radio, but I didn't know how to take something very simple and turn it into something so complex and beautiful. And then that was like kind of the next little miracle and little nudge was my husband was looking for something for business. And he came across the name of a music producer named Aaron Edson. And we ended up getting in contact and I played some songs for him and he agreed to do my whole album for me. He was awesome. He's done a lot of work that I just really loved. And I'd never been able to get in touch with him before, but all of a sudden at this time, everything worked out and we got in touch. And so that, that was a really cool process. So bringing in just these sheets of paper with words and piano chords on them. And then he helped, you know, what do you want this to sound like? And sometimes I would say, I don't know. (laughs) And and he's like, well, you know, is there a radio song that you like that we could pattern this after? And I'd say, okay. So we went through for all the songs that we had written, we picked our top 11 and then we chose kind of a radio song as a model. And then, so he would work and put together different layers and then he'd send it to me. Or sometimes I would go into the studio and then I would say, it became a process of learning to trust my own judgment, my own taste and learning what I like and don't like, you know, he'd play something and I'd say, no, that's not what I want. But then sometimes I didn't even have the words to tell him, you know, the right words to ask for a certain type of sound. So it was a great learning process for sure. And I still remember one of the songs is called storm before the calm. But I remember, you know, he had created this sound and I just remember I was in my car and I turned up the volume and it was like, all these sounds were swirling around me in the car. And I just like almost started crying just because this whole process was amazing. And I had been so scared because I didn't know how to do any of it, but then it led to this beautiful stuff by the end. And I just really learned a lot about, you know, being willing to take a risk and be uncomfortable. So we came down to the end of the album and it came time to choose a title and in the song, it's okay to be happy. That's one of the super upbeat, fun songs on the album. It's also like a revenge song in my family now, because (laughs) now if anyone's in a bad mood, they'll be like, it's okay to be happy. And my kids are like, be quiet. But oh my gosh, that's fantastic. one of the lyrics in that song is arms open wide. We're touching sky, no matter that our feet are on the ground. Tanya and I, when we were talking about it, we love the idea that like we are mere mortals on the ground of the earth. We're small, we're insignificant, but yet we can like, we can reach up and touch the sky, like the place the sun touches and we can feel the breeze and we just, you know, it's a way to almost touch heaven. And so that's why we decided to call it Touching Sky. It's just like a connection between us and the Lord. And even though we are still mortal and still small, we still have this connection that we can always reach higher and reach towards something bigger than us, something grander and higher than us. I love that. And I think that's where music is so powerful. I've always felt that connection that God can speak to anyone, no matter what language, whatever it is through the power of music. And I'm so glad you were willing to be brave and bold and share your amazing talents. And I love that that you met Tanya. 
I mean, right. Me too. That's so amazing to me that it's those little moments that you know, you're on your right path when God's like, here, I know you're struggling with this. So I'm going to send you a Tanya. And, and being willing to take those little nudges and press forward, you know? Yeah. And act on them. And you did, because that's the next step. Okay. So it's okay to be happy. Since we were just talking about that, would you mind seeing that for us right now? Yes. Let's okay. do it. But you can't sleep The worries in your mind won't let you rest You watch the moon conquer the dark You wonder how the shine can stand so still Can you stop running? Just take a moment and breathe it's okay to be happy It's okay to let go Of fears that I want that you know That it's okay To be happy We wanna fly Sometimes we fall Cuts and bruises prove to fight oh, arms open wide we're touching sky no matter that our feet are on the ground stand in the sunlight just take a moment and breathe it's okay And I love finding your center in the storm. Yes. And yes. that is so good. And then just remembering to breathe. 
I feel sometimes we forget that part about just breathing. Especially in today's day and age. I mean, we have a device in our pockets that's connected to the whole world at all times. Yeah. And it's hard to remember to just be still and to breathe sometimes. I agree. Yeah. And that's what I love a lot about that song is reminding us that you can still stand in that center and like hear and be still. And that's good enough. So thank you for singing that one. So my next question for you is how has music strengthened your faith in Jesus Christ? Well, I feel like the Lord speaks to me through music and it's interesting. The other day, I just had so much on my mind and I was just feeling nuts and a little crazy. And I was able to go out for a run. And normally I listen to podcasts or music or something in my ear when I'm running, just, you know, to take my mind off the pain of running. (laughs) But this particular day, I, I just turned it off. And so at first my mind was just kind of quiet. I was noticing the houses and the trees and the beautiful blue sky and all that kind of stuff. But eventually music came back into my mind and there was just a few songs that started coming back to me. And I just think that that's kind of like my base level, my lowest calm level is there's like a song in my mind. And so I think that the Lord knows that that's one way that I learn best. There's just been so many times where I've been unexpectedly blessed by music. Even just this past week, we had state conference and I was asked to speak in the general session. I was super nervous. I had my talk written and I was there early on Sunday morning before it started. And I had come early without my kids so that I could have a few moments in the quiet to kind of go over my talk. But when I walked into the church, I heard the choir practicing and I hadn't been to any of the practices. I just felt the spirit say, go to choir practice. And I was like, I got to go over my talk, you know, and I just went though. I went to choir practice and I was sitting in that room and I just felt like I was surrounded by angels and I felt the Lord's love so strongly for me that in that moment, and I just realized that was what I needed more than a few extra minutes to look over something I wrote to do to deliver for state conference. The Lord knew that I needed, my heart needed to be prepared more than the words I was going to be reading. And I feel like that's a lesson I've had many times is, is like an unexpected feeling of love or appreciation or confidence, or just feeling like I'm not alone when I'm singing or when I'm listening to beautiful music. It's always been a part of my testimony is I've always had a song inside me. I love that. I love how the spirit works and how sometimes that spirit shows up and it's always in a time where you're like, I don't really have time right now to do what you're asking me to do. Don't you know I'm busy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that I've learned, even just in the few minutes that we've been chatting is that you are a woman of action. I think sometimes we all are hesitant to act and kind of put what we think is best for ourselves first. Um, That's our natural inclination. Yeah, yeah, it is. And how many miracles you have seen from following those promptings is just a really beautiful thing. And I think that's something that we all can learn from is making sure that we're in tune and then listening 
and then acting on those promptings. So this kind of goes along with it, but how have you seen God in your daily life and in through your music and how has that brought you joy? Well, I'll give you an example too. So I, I was supposed to speak and sing at an event and, you know, I always am prayerful about the songs and the things that I say. I try to make it very individualized for whoever I'm speaking to. And this one event, I just felt strongly. There's this old song that I had written called press forward. I had written it to submit it to EFY many, many years ago and it made it to the final round, but didn't get chosen but then I never really did anything else with the song. And then for some reason, you know, it's just so weird somehow the way the spirit works sometimes, but the song came back to my mind and I just felt the need to completely reword the chorus. <laughs> and so if you want, I can sing both. Okay. Like, or at least the chorus of the old version. Yeah. And then, and then I'll sing the whole song of the way I reworked it. Okay. So the general idea of the song is how we are small, but the Lord, even though he's all powerful, he still knows us. The theme that year for EFY was press forward. So that's why I wrote it that way. But then when I was thinking about this song, I just thinking it's exciting that the Lord knows us, even though we are so small and insignificant. And I just, I wanted the chorus to be more exciting and reflect that energy. And so I'll go ahead and sing. Okay, so that was the first chorus, um, and now you can see how how it's changed a little bit and how it's updated. Of a man, 
I see just one staff in front of the sea Set a captive nation free The parts of me I want to last Are sands inside the hourglass I offer up my only strength A simple grain of faith My small and simple life is multiplied by grace, by grace. What I do is not enough, he makes it up. By grace, by grace, and just a simple grain of faith. Time and space stop to see. A mighty man on his knees Was I small when he shed A drop of blood for me Amazing grace How sweet a sound that saved My small and simple life is multiplied by grace, by grace. What I do is not enough, he makes it up by grace, by grace. And just a simple grain of faith. So anyway, oh so that's the new one. That. I haven't even recorded that new version yet. So, oh, but that's a sneak peek exclusive scoop oh right there. Oh my goodness, guys. We're so lucky. <laughs> I love that. I love multiplied by grace and God's math because yeah. God's math, he knows what he's doing and we don't need to worry about that. You're just an instrument in God's hands. He's just working through you and blessing us through your music. And I'm so grateful so touching to me. So thank you. So I have specifically been drawn to one of your songs. This particular song has been on my playlist since I found it. (laughs) So it's called Eyes to See, which everyone knows that's the name of my podcast. And it means lots of things to me, but I wanted to know from you how you came up with that. Where did you start the background of the song and what it means to you. Uh, A whole idea of really understanding truth is just been something that I've been interested in since I was little. I was a little bit awkward socially. And I just always felt like, you know, everyone kind of understood something that I didn't. I don't know. I just had that kind of general feeling when I was young. And so I was just always wondering you know, what is real? What is truth? What do people really think? What's going on inside our minds? And 
And then there's other things that I would think, you know, do I even know the truth about myself? Do I understand? Am I honest with myself? And so it's just something I've always thought about. And then it came time to write a song and it's just one of those things that kind of spilled out. And this is actually one that I wrote on my own. And so this, this has always been a song that's just been special to me because it's just, it's been something that's been with me for many, many, many years. One of those thoughts that you just think about in the back of your mind. And even Elder Bednar spoke about, you know, are we courageous enough to pray, to seek the truth about ourselves, to see ourselves clearly? And it can be a little intimidating, but when we pray for it, the Lord will bless us with the courage to understand it too. So I know there's a lot of people these days that are searching for truth. And sometimes I feel like they kind of lose hope a little bit when their answers to their questions don't come right away. And so with your process of finding that truth, how have you chosen hope while you're in that waiting place of trying to search for your truth and answers to your questions? That's a really good question. So it is true that sometimes we can get stuck going down rabbit holes, right? That lead nowhere. (laughs) And for me, a story from the Book of Mormon that's always stuck out to me is Lehi's dream, the tree of life, and this incredible fruit that tastes delicious. And I feel like sometimes when we're seeking after truth, we can taste of its goodness, if that makes sense. There's things in the world that bring more beauty, more light, more joy, and we can sense that. Our spirits can sense that. And so I think along with facts, we also need to search for beauty and for beautiful things that taste and feel really good, that bring more joy and light and goodness. And I think the light of Christ is given to every man and every woman, and that when we are truly searching for the truth. I think that Heavenly Father will bless us to feel of the goodness of a thing, if it's good or not. And there's a lot of voices that'll say a lot of different things, but I think if we're able to slow down and try to pay attention to our feelings, we'll feel of something's goodness and beauty. So that's what's guided me as, as I've sought. I love to read. I love to study things and learn and, but that's kind of been my overarching guide is, does this taste good to me? you know, is this leading me towards light and beauty? So that's, that's kind of been my guide. I think in a world that's so dark, I think that light of Christ, when you are really looking for it, I think you can see it. Yeah. yeah. You have to be willing and to look and seek for those things. So this is a question that I ask, what has given you eyes to see during trials or hardships to help you to stay close to God? That's another great question because it's so easy to get blinders on when we have a hardship or a trial and our focus and our view becomes very small. But for me, I need time away from everything. I need quiet time to sit and really think and kind of come back to my best self. I Um, love that. So I've started, I found a a meditating app. It's called Small Seed. So it's Christian-based meditation app. It's helped me along with, along with reading in my scriptures and trying to pray with real intent. 
but just being able to come back, you know, I feel like we come to earth, like our spirits can see clearly our spirits are good, but then we're, we're put in a mortal body and we have all these experiences around us. And it's like in the scriptures where it says we see through a glass darkly. And so for me, having clear vision is when I'm kind of shedding all of the stuff that's in my mind and surrounding me and getting back to like my best self where my thoughts are clear, where I'm feeling grounded and hopeful and peace and just feeling the presence of the Lord helps me see through certain stressful experiences for what they are and to stay grounded. And I think that seeing, seeing clearly that it's a whole thing with like vision as our perspective. And you're right. I think living in such a loud, distracting world, it's so important that we do exactly what you said by looking for our best self and finding that time and quietness to be able to just listen. So if you wouldn't mind, would you mind singing for us eyes to see? eyes were dark and every rock seemed to catch his feet I wonder if I can really see is my faith bright does it light the road ahead of me oh Lord give me eyes to see the truth that lies before me me eyes to see the pain of those in need. Let my heart perceive the things that I am lacking. Help my mind be free. Give me eyes to see.
I just love that song so much. I love the story of the blind man. I love that you start off with that and then how he trips on rocks. I think for me, that's just a daily occurrence these days with losing my sight. And when I first heard that song, I know what that looks like. But the thing that I love about that song is taking things that are hard that, you know, in our lives, but reflecting that to others and still being able to serve and looking outside myself to help others in need. Christ showed his empathy and service to the blind man. And then you always wish that the story continued in the scriptures. Well, what happened after? Yeah. How did it end? (laughs) What did he do? Did he always preach to everybody? I can only think that he was then going to, in return, go and serve others because he knows both sides of that story. And so I love it. It's, you know, there's so many people I want to meet up in heaven and just say, Hey, tell me your life story. I want to hear it all. I want to hear the rest. Yes. Can you please tell us? I know what happened in this two chapters, but that is it. And I need to have a conclusion. (laughs) We got, we got 10 verses. Yeah. That's it. What else happened? So as I think about it, it's probably why they were written the way they were is to put ourselves in their story and how can we learn from that? Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. I just feel like I've had like a personal concert. It's been amazing. I love the chance to sing and I love the chance to bear testimony. And I I love what you're doing too, because you're using your gifts and your talents and your time to praise and to bring testimony more light into the world. And so I thank you. Thank you for asking me to come on and to give me a place to sing. Anytime we can fill the spirit through music and sharing light, I feel like is so important these days and people are drawn to it. Yes. People are drawn to that light. And yeah, some people can only feel the spirit through music. Yeah. Especially at certain times when, when other things are dark, sometimes it's only a song that can reach someone. Yeah. And that's for me as a teenager, that was where I struggled knowing if I was feeling the spirit at certain points in my life, mm-hmm. but I could always, always, always through music, be able to feel the spirit. And I was so grateful for that because when you, you well, even now that I'm like kind of older, <laughs> I think it's a process and a journey of trying to figure out the way that the spirit talks to you. But I always have felt that, at least for me, that music is God's universal language. He can reach you. He can reach your heart in places that words alone cannot. So I agree. Thank you for coming and being a part of today's podcast. And I'm so grateful for you. And I can't wait to see all the new amazing things that you are doing soon. Thank you for having me. Coming. It's a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Touching Sky with Stephanie Boyd. I've had such a wonderful time and I hope that you have enjoyed this time as well. We will see you guys next time. (laughs) 